Goodness gracious, the beautiful weather is here. Time to try and get the barbecue fired up. If you're like me, uh, you have more enthusiasm for the barbecue than actual skill. Uh, And my family um, often heard around the dinner table from my wife is, uh, don't worry about it, I like things that are burnt. I like like it charred. (laughs) Because inevitably... I'm putting a little bit of, you know, the crispy crust on whatever I I just happened to have a knack for burning things. And I spotted this this morning as I was, you know, looking for topics to talk about today. as a Bloomberg piece that said, these are things that barbecue experts never put on the grill. And I thought, well, that's clickbait right there. I'm clicking on that 100% and clicked on it. And, well, what it told me was that you shouldn't put a hamburger directly on a grill. You should do something else with it. And I thought, well, I need to know more about this. I need to know more about barbecuing. And I need to learn from Jason Rees, who's the pitmaster at Earl's Court Barbecue. Jason, welcome to the program. I'm hungry. Good morning, Alan. I, I'm going to tell you right away, if you want to cure your burning everything problem with your barbecue, you yes. need to set up what's called the two-zone fire, where you got one side of your barbecue where there's no fire. Okay. And that's where you start everything until it's almost cooked. And then when you want to give it that kiss of fire, you move it over to the part of your barbecue where it's roaring and, and flaming and super hot. And what's been creating uh, probably the, what, what probably maybe looks like meteorites entering the atmosphere um, that you've been serving. That You move it over there just for a few seconds to give a little kiss of fire, and you'll have perfect barbecue every time. Kiss of Fire. I think I like you, if you're going to open another restaurant, Kiss of Fire is a good name. That sounds There's so good. many great names for barbecue restaurants, <laughs> and it's hard to come up with just one. We named it uh, after the neighborhood so you can find us. Just tell me what's going on at Earl's Court Barbecue right now. How are you guys doing? We're doing great now. We were closed for a whole 17 months, so we we're closed for most of the pandemic because um, we had a little fire in our kitchen and, uh, and a less than the honest insurance company. Uh-oh. And uh, and we've managed to, uh, to to prevail, and we reopened at the beginning of May, and it's been nothing but a party ever since. Everyone's been pre-ordering on our website, and uh, we've been selling out of meat just about every day. It's been glorious. Now, do you have a um, an outdoor dining area? Is that something you're looking forward to reopening? Oh, we're looking forward to that very much. And with the help of the city uh, and Cafe T.O., it looks like our patio will be bigger than it's ever been. Are you are you upset that you have to wait to mid June for that? That's the current reopening schedule. You know what? Uh, I'm not upset at all because uh, we spent so much time closed. Um, this actually gave us an opportunity to kind of open slowly, and uh, and really have a chance to tweak our recipes a lot more. So when our patio does open and you can sit down and you can enjoy the the normal fifty kinds of beer that we serve here. Mm. Our food will be more spectacular than it's ever been before because we've had just this extra amount of time to work out every last millimeter of space we can use in the kitchen and every last tweak for all of our recipes. So we're super, super excited. And uh, and the community around us has really rallied behind us to support us and buy all of our meat every single day. So uh, so we're rolling with the punches and just looking forward to uh, to patio season. Well, that that sounds great. Let let's get back to my my wind up here. That Bloomberg piece about what not to put on the grill. It told me not to put uh, burgers 
on a grill, but instead that I should get some kind of flat kind of grill so that it that I'm doing it on a griddle more than a grill. You, you concur with that? I, I sadly agree and disagree with you. Um, there's nothing better than uh, taking your little portable grill to the beach for the day and cooking up some burgers, and, and, and that's part of the whole experience. But when you go to a great burger restaurant, they're cooking on a flat top, and that gives, gives you the maximum caramelization on, on, your, on your burger patty. But I like the hybrid method uh, where you just throw a cast iron pan on your charcoal barbecue, and you get that beautiful searing from the hot cast iron pan and you get some smokiness from the, the charcoal or even like a, a little bag of wood chips on your gas grill. So they're right, but they're also wrong. So this, they're, they're, it, it's debatable. I think the only thing you shouldn't barbecue is probably really lean fish. Lean flaky fish is terrible on the barbecue. It okay. falls apart. It's flavorless. Um, and it's just frustrating as it falls between all the grates. So that would be my the only thing I don't barbecue because I bake bread, I make cheesecakes, I make cookies. Cheesecakes? Um, cheesecakes. cheesecakes. Oh, you yeah. make a cheesecake on the barbecue. Like, you, Wait a minute, Doug Ford. Doug Ford should be on the line here. we got to get Doug <laughs> Ford. He loves a good cheesecake. Tell me how you make a cheesecake on a barbecue. It's really not that different. Uh, like we were talking about before, how you have that hot zone and the cold zone on your barbecue. That cold zone with the lid closed turns your barbecue into a beautiful convection oven. You're, I'm, I'm gonna just absolutely burn the crap out of that uh, cheesecake. I can guarantee. No, you it. won't. You put it on the cold side. You light one side of the barbecue. You put mm. the cheesecake on the cold side. You close the lid. The heat goes up, hits the lid, falls on the cheesecake. You can add. And for for baked goods, believe it or not. Some smoke is actually quite delicious. So if you uh, buy some bourbon barrels, uh, like bourbon barrel chips or just like straight up oak, there's a whole bunch of beautiful vanilla flavors in those that are really great for baked goods. Mm, everybody's starving right now. Uh, speaking with Jason Reeves, who's the pitmaster at Earl's Court Barbecue, here's what I did, though, is I, I don't like propane. I don't care for it. So I went charcoal. And so my learning curve is even higher, I feel, because I just get the, like, I, I don't either put too much charcoal in or I don't put enough in. You got any tips for me on that? So what, 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 what kind of barbecue did you buy? Did you buy a kettle, like a big round guy? Yeah, one of the big round, one of the round ones, yeah. So it sounds like you probably have a Weber kettle. Yes, I do, exactly. Okay, so that is my favorite barbecue of all time. Oh, God. That's, all right, now it's, you're singing my, that's great. Thanks. The 22 and a half inch Weber kettle That's is it, it's it's the barbecue to own. It's uh, if you're if you're learning to barbecue with charcoal, it's the one to get. If not for all of the glorious accessories that are available for it, because it's been around for since Christ was a carpenter. Um, <laughs> the fact that you can uh, you can like we were talking about for this this two zone fire thing that we were talking about. So for example, on your um, on your Weber kettle. If you build a fire on the left side and on the right side, and you leave the center completely devoid of all fire, you can throw a whole chicken right in the middle there, or better yet, give your wife back the oven at Christmas and throw the turkey on there, and then she's got the oven to do all the side dishes while you're outside in the cold drinking lager cooking turkey. And you'll get a perfectly cooked bird every time because of the... So those left and right sides being loaded up with charcoal, probably about 12 briquettes on each side, uh -huh. um, will ensure that the dark meat cooks first because it's closer to the heat, and you get moist, delicious, perfectly juicy breasts. 
Man, that's, uh, that sounds fantastic. Sounds like I've made a, a great purchase. Now I just have to get you to come over and operate the thing. Help me out with that. Uh, Jason, great to talk to you. You've made us all very hungry, Jason. Well, happy grilling. Have a great day. Thanks again. That is Jason Rees, who's the pitmaster at Earl's Court Barbecue, which is in the St. Clair and Dufferin area. Uh, looking forward to them getting back reopened, getting out there, beginning to have a couple of loggers sit outside. It's coming, folks. It's coming. We're right there. I just I hope that Doug Ford was listening. I know he's not he's not busy doing anything else, is he? I hope Doug Ford was listening right there because I know he loves to make cheesecake from scratch. And now he has a different option. He can make it in his barbecue in the backyard.